0: All right, man.
1: Let's
0: rock and roll and get into it and, uh, and get some. We'll get
1: some Rock it with our cocks then. Let's go.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. And, uh. It's a good thing for you. You accepted this generous offer to join these guys for the show. And now, it's time for the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball Entertainment Podcast. Boom! It's a killer and no filler. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, not that kind of killer.
0: You know what I'm saying?
2: So, here are your hosts, the Canadian consigliere, Zach Wax, and the godfather of the National Fantasy Baseball Championship the living legend himself, Mike the Mouth.
0: Yep, and we are back, back from New York, back from Vegas, back from a little hiatus, and it's for episode three of the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball Entertainment Podcast. And my co-host, as always, is Zach Wax. Zach, what do you have to say for yourself from Canada? What's up, Mike? Good to see you again. Haven't nice. seen you since Vegas. Yeah, nice Very Canadian nice haircut, to you. man. you haven't gotten Thanks. your haircut since Canada since Vegas either, have you? Right. How long is that? How long has that been? Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I, two how, two how often weeks. do you
1: get? How often do you get your haircut?
0: Well, I, considering I don't have much of my hair left, it just is all just like you have, a wig. You have a full head of hair, man. That's all the spray-on hair, man, I do. I just make it look like it's real, but it's not really real. You know, if you could do, if I go out watch, I could do this, you could see it's like, you know. You yeah, have the really GLH? Like yeah, GLH, yeah. the good-looking hair, the the paint? That's it, man. <laughs> it. The Ron Popeil special. I just dated I, myself. No one knows who Ron Popeil is, except for the people in this country from about 20, 30 years ago. Well, Frank,
1: def- well Frank, speaking of Frank, um, who's also here, definitely does
0: not know who that is. Yeah, that, that's another 8 and 8 reference of Ron with no clue. Because, you know, like I get said, when you're 23 years old and have all your hair, what do you care at this point? So, Frank, our, our, our program director and producer of the show is back with us. How are you, Frank?
2: I'm doing okay. I'm uh, a little disappointed to have not been out there in Vegas and New York with you guys. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing all these stories that I have been left out of the loop on.
1: Well, when Mike wins the main event this year, he's going to pay for your trip down there next year.
0: That's correct. I I have a laundry list of things to pay for when I win uh the overall main event. So it's, it's already spent actually in terms of everything. I'm not gonna see a dime of it in my pocket, but it'll be taking care of everybody else. Yeah, like you're, I like,
1: you're, like, you're like Lloyd Christmas. You get all these IOUs. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's what I do. But and uh Frank, you know, uh it's like you're looking a little, you know, a little, little little quiet, a little reserved. Is that just a usual mode? Are you gonna be okay tonight, man? You good? Oh, absolutely. It's a little, I'm I'm always a dark ready. in the Little little dark in the house behind you there, Frank. you are not paying your electric bill. It's like we're having bright, bright bright screens. Frank's like in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> as, I, think he's, he's, a, I think he's
1: grounded, grounded. like he, like his parents downstairs.
0: Or so you're grounded. You can't like pretend He's you're grounded by his, his parents. He can't come out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. exactly. Well, anyway, look, we're back, and it's going to be an amazing show. He's we drowning for being time. on the
1: podcast earlier, like the, the second episode. So he's got to hide and he's got to be like in a dark room for the third
0: Yeah, episode. once the once the episode came out, his parents, his father heard it. He was like, that's it. You're not going back on your grounded for an episode. He's like, so he's hiding out and doing the episode despite that. But <laughs> he's grounding at this point. Yeah. But anyway, look, uh, I want to basically uh, get going here and start off by, uh, first of all, this is going to be an amazing show. We have the real, the uh, the one and only uh, James Anderson of RotorWire fame is going to be joining us tonight. And the only people that are going to hear James Anderson are people that are going to be on the premium side, on the paid subscriber side, are going to hear all the goodness that's going to be James Anderson. <laughs> You're going to be asking, you asked a lot of great things tonight. You're going to find a lot of surprising and shocking things about James you never knew before. Uh, he's going to be doing something where he's going to be talking about his top 10 uh, prospects who will be picked up in free, free agency bidding this season, who will make the biggest impact for their owners. Uh, so you're going to hear about that, and you'll hear that nowhere else but on the show, on the uh, other side, uh, after we get through all the uh, free part that you're listening to right now. So if you are listening to this, it's free, um, uh, and, and we all know that uh, everything free is not always great, but this is great. But on the other side, um, it's going to be even better. So we're asking you to pony up a little dough, a few bucks, to listen to the whole thing. I would say, and I said this on Twitter today, by far and away, Zach, would you agree? I think Frank would agree as well. This is definitely the best produced, you know, most creative, uh, entertaining, and hilarious uh, podcast in the industry today, yes or no? You asking me? Yeah, that's that's that was your cue to cue in as the co host You know, once in a while, I feed you something. Yeah, this you is the best play. produced.
1: This is the best produced uh, podcast on um, in the fantasy baseball uh, spectrum right now. Um,
0: yes, and that's Frank. Piscani. Right, Frank, Frank, Frank,
1: Frank,
0: <laughs> Frank what do you think, Frank? Frank, as the one who produces the show and uh, <laughs> is the program director, well, would you say this is the best produced, most entertaining, hilarious, and and uh, enjoyable podcast there is in the industry today by far.
2: I mean I think I'd have to give it a resounding yes. I can't think of any of show that does anything give like Give yourself what we a do. bell for
0: that Frank. Give yourself the bell for that Frank. That was very well done. Let's say he's on it at this point it is pointed. there is nothing better out there. Look, here's the thing if you listen to the fantasy baseball podcasts and I listen to a lot of them Zach does as well too. Zach Jacket attempts to do another one on his own. It's not the same without me. That's why he does this show sticks with me. Because when I walk when I'm not on the show anymore, it's just not the same. It's it's a, really a shadow of its previous self. Uh, that Zach has when I'm not on there anymore. However, okay, but they, they, all, follow, they all follow a formula. When you, there's about 900 podcasts you all do the same thing. It's two guys in agreement with everything. They're talking about a player. They're talking about his stats. Right? And they're all agreeing on it. And that's basically the show. And then in interspersed is a conversation about their barbecue, the weather, things like that. That's about the and then laughing laughing at each other. That's about the extent of these shows. Am I missing anything, Zach? Did I not cover anything What happens in these podcasts? I mean, you're a little different now because you've seen the light with some of the stuff that I've given you. You adapted that kind of stuff to your show, right? But for the most part, every one of these baseball podcasts follows a formula. Yes or no?
1: Yes, you're, you're generally correct. And I'd like to piggyback off of your point and point out that a lot, and if not all of these podcasts, are doing a fab review. And I have no problem with that. Like... Like the people doing it are smart and they're providing insightful things, but man, like who fucking cares. It's over. Tell me what's going to happen next week. And I'm, we, it's, it's hypocritical because I, I do a fab review report. I, I you know what it's, 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 useful to an extent, but like to
0: have a whole episode on a fab review, like, come on. Like. this is what the, the this, But this is the problem. This here and herein lies a problem of, you know, when you're a true artist, you know, and you, you can be creative. You know if I, I how many times did I come on your show in the past Zach and you flip the switch you, you unleash me I just did my thing there was no prepared notes not like we have today we have prepared features and notes and everything else going on you know you they don't have that so if you don't follow a formula and you don't follow a script and you need you need to find filler and we're going to talk about some of these yes, things nothing else to talk
1: about really now yeah, like, yes. it's, it's,
0: it's fun. like okay so just I don't
1: know what I'm getting at is no one wants to hear about who you picked up like it's, it's done maybe you can talk about like how that can help you next week. Like, what about my home leagues? You
0: want to hear do you want how to hear much, about my home, my home
1: leagues? It's it's valuable in in, in some ways. We're like, how much did you spend? How much are you going to spend next week? What are the trends? What is going on? Who dropped who who's doing what? Why they're doing that? how much fab is left to spend? Are we trending ahead next year? Not like, oh, well, I picked up like Jose Alvarado and I gotta bid on someone else.
0: No one cares about that. Like but they're, they're just, the, but the reason we listen to these podcasts, I hope you know, for the, there, there's the, if you you, you you can listen to them for information. You can listen to, them to be entertained, and the whole goal about this show is to begin with, have some fun, have some laughs, have some entertainment. That's what this show is all about. So again, if you're listening right now, we invite you to take a ride. Uh, there's a there's a code right, Frank. There'll be a code code as usual that you can get. Jump on, get a little discount. Listen to the rest of the show after this whole thing. I want you to see we, we want to get your feedback. Join us for the rest of the show. You're gonna love what you hear. Right. So you get, again, we need to support. We put a lot into it. I got to pay Frank's salary. Frank, Frank is Where's not cheap. My money, but, Frank- but I, yeah, that's about right. That's what I hear every week from Frank, you know, uh, when I have to pay him because, you know, he, he has to support him at this point. Maybe he can put, pay his electric bill and get the lights on in his house if I do that. But um, so anyway, um, you'll have special access. But after that, you're going to be dumped. You hear a special uh, tube that Frank has put together. and know you're no longer being able to listen to it from that point on. Um, but we do want to take, thank to all our subscribers who are listening, man. We appreciate your generous support. Oh, by the way, I don't want you to know that he saw this. Phil Russo canceled his membership. Um, he got off the John Fish special. He because uh, oh. he it was just too expensive for him because he's crap in the bed all over the place. This year he's not making any money, so he figured the twenty-something dollars a month for the John Fish special was no longer in his budget. So he, you know, uh, and that's it. But John Fish is still paying the John Fish special. Uh, but Phil Russo is no longer Mr. Moneybags. Is, uh, is, he,
1: no longer um, is, he, is he under the normal membership? Well. Is he under the normal membership now or is he just?
0: No, he hasn't He re up for the normal membership yet. So I think he's waiting okay. to get his money's worth that he spent for the John Fish for this particular month. And then next month, he'll spend a whopping, what, $4.99 to get the show. Or we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have to send a reminder. Frank, please make sure you send a reminder invoice out to Phil Dussault. So we have to invoice, we have to start invoicing our uh, people that did not pay. You yeah, yeah, like do, sure like, a past, past do stamp, like a past, past due stamp, like a past due thing, you know, over, you know, we should, we should we just keep hitting him in his inbox with that every single day. Till he, till he yeah, forced over sure. the rest of the money at this point. But anyway, yeah. So for, just, you know, Phil, hope you feel good about yourself. You took that, that was 20 something extra dollars you took away from Frank at this point. The, the poor kid's in tears right now. I just, you can't see this right now, uh, but he's in tears because you did that. So hope you feel good about yourself at that point. So anyway, so we will uh, be having James Anderson on in a bit. Uh, let's go over what's going to be on the show. We also have, um, we will be uh, having a special uh, segment of Frank Piscani uh, or, or Piscani. Do you hear Piscani or Piscani? You like the Ani?
2: Uh, my family says Piscani, but most people, I, I think the correct pronunciation is actually Piscani. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's more of the Italian thing. Okay. I'll call you Piscani. Anyway, Frank Piscani, clueless Gen Z program director feature, the subject of which will be his idiotic and misguided passion for the world baseball classic. Not to be missed. Uh, we will do this as a point counterpoint debate uh, and talk about all that because, as you know, it's it's incredible, Frank. I don't know if you're the only one, other than Rotowire, that I put out there. But I don't know why I follow the tweets. You, know, you can click follow, so when the, whenever the person tweets, right, it pops up, you know. And it's, it's like Zach, right, Zach. You you follow you do you done with me? So every time I tweet, it pops up, and you immediately you get an alert that I have tweeted. Correct? No, no, of course not. Of course, no. the person, the other person, on the show that should be doing that, who is not, you know. Uh, make sure you put that in the show memo. Uh, or I, don't I don't have I don't have I don't have alerts for anyone. Yeah, you should have an alert for me though, Zach. So I, I know, think I should have an yeah, alert for you. Okay, right. yeah. it, would, it would make sense. But but anyway, I've done that with Frank. I I would say 99.9% of all Frank's tweets are completely disinteresting to me. Okay, I have never seen a thread of of up tweets where I have no interest, don't know what he's talking about, don't get it, you know, whatever. There's a shoe god, this this crap. I'm like, what are you talking about the whole time? You know, except when he's talking about the show. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. You you, you somehow manage to. Be, I'm like, oh, here's no, here's another tweet from Frank. Let me see what he has to say now. Not doing it for me i don't know what, i don't know what i don't know what's going on there don't get it i don't know you know they're, sometimes they're political sometimes he's making commentary and something else. i'm completely lost i don't know what's going on so i don't know if you've seen any of his tweets zach but that's what i see when i see when i see uh frank's uh tweets you know so what do you think about him you, get, you don't see any of his tweets at all or no
1: I, I think i do but um i don't see all of them i don't see all of anyone's
0: um i just don't. And i can tell how memorable they are for you so, but uh, so we have that. We also we have our show douchebag. We have a lot of great points for the show douchebag today. Uh, we don't have a mailbag. This is our segment. We have our listeners and subscribers um, give us questions, or we call out dumb actions and dumb tweets we see on Twitter that we're gonna that we're gonna highlight. And uh, as we go along, uh, the wheel complete recap of all that was live uh all the live events in NFBC for New York City and Vegas a lot of amazing things including my my incredible story I saved someone's life at a main event on Saturday in Vegas I mean excuse me in New York which you know you don't think you're going to show up at a main event and then have to save someone's life you know before you start a draft you know pretty incredible you know Zach so I had to tell the story people have heard about this instances through the grapevine I'm going to tell yeah, the story yeah the exact story about everything and how it all went down uh, on that particular day, Frank, I don't know if you heard that story yet with the grapevine, but I will tell you the whole story of what happened at the draft. You know, it was uh, quite quite the scene uh, on that particular day. You know, only me, this stuff happens to. Uh, we'll have the, my hilarious fun facts, as always, and my never before told story of the, my Polish gymnast story. Zach, you've never heard the story about the Polish gymnast, what? and I, I Frank, really? I have never told you this as well. So I will be premiering on the other side. For the paid listeners, about my Polish gym story, which will be quite—you'll get quite a kick out of it because another—it's another one of those stories, Zach, that you left at my expense. Yeah, you know, much mm-hmm. like the Python, much like the Python story uh, that was—that uh, was Vegas a couple of years ago. Right? Sounds so, tasty. Yeah, so it's, it's quite a tasty show that we have ahead of us. But one of the things you want to do right away, and uh, Frank, I want to call this up to you um, about what is what has finally inspired me to pursue my new career. I have made a decision to become a professional fantasy baseball spokesmodel. Uh That's what I'm going to be doing from now on i don't know why women can do it but not me okay for example i want to i'd like you please uh to commentary it's come we're going to play this zach and i would like to see uh we're going to, we're going to hear this over the air so frank can we play this um the listeners
2: will uh hopefully you guys <laughs> well, will no, as well
0: I, that's the important people to listen to i don't care if we don't you know we first quite frankly with this with this pro screen uh screen grab we don't have to hear anything we need to keep this up and look at this it's fine and uh you know, what, you know what a screen
1: grab means, right, Right, Mike?
0: Is, it, is, it, is this what it is or no? I don't know. I'm
1: just making sure after seeing these pictures, I'm just making sure you know what a screen grab is.
0: Yeah, I don't want to grab anything there, but yeah, okay, we don't want okay. that, do we? But right. um, anyway, Frank, But this we, we, we want to play this. This I want, I want to see what I'm listening to here. This this put me over the edge. When I saw this tweet, I think that uh, Pete the Draft Cheat uh, shared this tweet. I guess, he's, I guess she's related to her as company somehow. She, I guess, works for the company and whatever. I completely lost it because I figured I'm doing something wrong. Right. So I'm going to go complete 100% fantasy baseball spokesmodel. So, what are we, we play this, what are we listening to here? What are we, what are we seeing? Go ahead, Frank, play that for the listeners so we can hear this and see what they, what is up, frontier family? Uh, What in the world happened to my guy DeRozan yesterday? Literally embarrassing. Speaking of that, my mentions were cracking me up. Like, I remember when I picked my first loser, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But let's try redeem ourselves, get back on track. So I'm thinking we should fire up a taste tasty little two-team parlay: Rockies and the Braves, which we can get a nice plus 175 return on. And as always, run pure. Okay, so what did you can did that go over the air? I hope it went over the air. Are we going to hear that, Frank?
2: Yeah, the listeners are going to hear. Okay, that.
0: so so please please Zach, please comment. What 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 is going on? Show me what am I supposed to be following or listening to in this video? What what was what, what what contribution did that that video just make to me? Well, that, wasn't it the, that was above the waist. Please please tell please tell me.
1: Well, you're supposed to um, follow this person and then sign up for the shit that she wants you to sign up for, and then also um, take her advice and and risk your money for her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many views did it had, Frank? How many views is showing that this woman had, this girl had on her
2: on her on this tweet that was here? How many views for that video? Yeah, at the time I. Uh, screenshot the tweet. It had two and a half million views. Okay, so there was two and a half million Okay Guaranteed so you, a good
1: chunk of those views are from people that aren't of legal age to bet
0: Yeah, I, I wonder why that would be All right, so if we see this video. We will share this video I think we should share. people have seen this if you want to see it, we can put it out on the the draft champions uh, tw- uh, Twitter feed and whatever but what why why are two million people listening watching this video? I can tell you You think it's for her the fantasy advice. What would you say Frank? Is this because of her fantasy advice? Or what do you think it is? We know what it is, okay? We know what it is and why she does it. This is what I'm missing. I need to get myself all like naked, oiled up, whatever, until I can get all the women excited who, that are in fantasy baseball and we'll get millions of views if I do that, right? If that happens? Do you women think, this woman,
1: think this woman will view your video? Like the, the, the woman in the video that we're watching, do you think she would be interested in you all oiled up?
0: I don't think she would. You know, she doesn't want to see an old... You know, so, so a person could be probably be her grandfather. Who's your, your target market? Because there is no target. That's the, this is the problem. Okay. There, there is no target market. I was not born with the proper equipment. All right. And phys- <laughs> and body parts to do this private market. See, this is, this is the stuff that gives women in, baseball, women in fantasy baseball, a bad name or fantasy sports, a bad name, because this is what they put out there. You have to be, you have to, you have to be a spokes model. It doesn't matter. Like you have, you have someone who's smart, you know, intelligent, you know, and beautiful in her own way, Jenny Jenny Butler doing her thing, no one notices, right? You think if Jenny Butler came on doing this kind of thing, what would people say? If she, that, was, that was the case, right? But because this girl's doing it all, it's perfectly fine and acceptable. So from now on, I'm going I'm to add this to my Twitter profile. From now on, I'm going to be Fantasy Baseball, the godfather, MTM, the Fantasy Baseball spokesmodel for the NFPC. We get a round of applause for that, Frank. What do you think about that? Should I be so you you're in you're in agreement with that if I do that? You, in... Another thing that had to be cleaned up and editing post-production after the case. But uh but anyway, I don't know what like I guess I just saw that and I just got me, I just lost it at that point. You can take that down we can't we can't look at that. We can't look at those uh the entire show, uh, Frank. Frank, did you did you when I sent you that that clip, Frank, you, you didn't use it for anything else but the show, right? you want using that privately for anything in particular?
2: Uh no. No, I uh, no, that's good. keep that off Twitter. I know yeah. you're
0: I know you're using that, you're using the whole uh what is this whole hinge dating app? You mentioned this last time to me. What 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 is their angle besides preying on hapless 24-year-olds to build them out of their money they don't have? I don't what what is the whole angle of hinge? I don't know the dating app seen about this kind of stuff. Please help me with hinge. What no. is that?
2: Uh, I mean there are like a million different dating apps. Uh hinge is just one of them that's more popular. Um I mean, it's, it's because they do
0: what? What's special about what Hinge does? I'll tell our listeners who might be looking to find a new special dating app that you can recommend.
2: Let me get it open here so I can take a look at what's even on the app. Yeah. But, um,
0: <laughs> you don't even know what the hell it does. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't
2: use them as much as I. Probably should. But I mean, like most people are probably familiar with Tinder. You just swipe left and right. So that's like the premise of most dating apps. Hinge just gives mm-hmm. you the ability to, um, I guess, send was, like I comments heard of, I heard with your one, likes. I've
0: heard of this one called Grinder.
2: What is that? Is that something you use as well too or no? Uh, I'm not actually familiar with that one. I guess that sounds like it's in your wheelhouse.
0: No, I, I just heard of someone that, that, that's a popular one out there for the, the younger crews today. So I thought maybe you even be using that. Zach, Zach uses that one for sure. I, got, I can tell you that. Um, grinder.
1: What, what do you do with grinder?
0: What? What do you do with
1: grinder? I've never used it.
0: I don't know. I've heard it in, in, in uh, I know a lot about
1: it, and I'm and very um,
0: interested in it. I don't know I have very, It seems to be very popular up there, you know, for some particular reason. Canada. But, uh, like is huh? a Canadian app? Well, what's the, what's the Canadian app that they use up
1: there? I don't know. Like is grinder like a Canadian? I don't know. Like
0: is there a Canadian app for like feminine men? Because it seems like there's a lot of feminine feminine men that come from Canada. Some particular reason. Okay, give me some
1: examples of feminine whether some feminine men that um were down in Vegas for the fantasy baseball. Well, well, invitation. you
0: you you for one. That was number okay. one. Yeah, I,
1: um, I am. I I'd like to consider myself that. So yeah, <laughs> um, no arguments there. So who else?
0: <laughs> You're body admitting it's good after all this. Meanwhile, Brian Jenner's screaming at the at the, at the top of his phone, going like, Well, how could you possibly say that?
1: <laughs> well, you think Brian Jenner just because of his last name, he's a feminine man?
0: Oh, because of the whole Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. I never thought of it that way, but there's another example. Ding, ding on that one. for Yeah, he's, as well. he's, he's um,
1: I, think he, I think he's like brothers with Bruce.
0: Okay, what about what about Rob Silver? Would you consider him, a? you know, when you, we, but he seems a little bit, you know, feminine as a man, right? You know, I don't think, think so. I think Rob is quite, quite. he's crazy, he's got kids and everything else. There, but it just strikes to me, it comes off to me, coming from as a Jersey guy from America that most Canadian guys I meet for some reason have that little bit of a what a quality. What is that with it? Is it is it is it is it they where you are located geographically? What what is it exactly that causes this to happen? Maybe you know, Zach. Do you know? What about Phil? You missed you missed him. Are you more sensitive because you're more you just you're just. i sensitive. You think I'm sensitive, bro, bro? You think I'm sensitive? Yeah, I think you're sensitive. I think you become a more sensitive person, and you know because <laughs> you live up there and it's a different kind of lifestyle and everything else, and we get a little more you know gentle. And sensitive up there than we are down there. You
1: think, you think the kid What about uh Griffin Banger? He was there. You think he's feminine? I Who
0: else? Yeah, well, I, I met Griffin. I, Griffin, I just but,
1: uh, honestly, I just think the Canadian people, the Canadian guys that are down there are just very good fantasy players. I think yeah. we're all just very good at the, the game, very smart. That's what I think. I don't, I don't, I don't, see male or female, I don't see gender, Mike. I just see good fantasy players.
0: <laughs> you see, everybody's hermaphroditic. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong to the table. <laughs> they might as well be it's that's fine you know this, this is the part of the show where frank's completely checked out he doesn't get any of this this conversation was whatsoever as, as, as we're going along here at this point but but uh anyway uh we're gonna have james anderson on in a few minutes uh you know so what you know um and talk to talk about uh, i guess in the experiences out there and james was out in uh, Vegas, we got to hang out a little bit with him. He was at the party, so we're going to get all his insights and get his viewpoint on a, on a bunch of different things, and uh, we will go from there. Um, also, I want to I bring up right in front of the things, uh, I think it's come to finally, the chickens have come to roost, Zach, when it comes to uh, these seven players. And, and I really want to put this out to anybody in the industry who's, who's listening to this show, okay, that if I'd ever want to hear these names brought up again, because every year, Zach, you know this, I'm going to say these names, that every single year, there's there's a chunk of the industry people out there like before the season starts somehow touting that these people are going to re, these guys are going to rebound, you know, and come up with great seasons or there may be a lay around value, right? And I'm going to read them to you. You tell me. I I don't, I don't want to hear anybody ever bring these guys up again. I don't care yeah. how, how the rest of the season goes. These people should never be spoken about again as a as a benefit to your team because they never are. Because ultimately they're going to screw you. You ready? You just you tell me if you disagree with any of them. Here we go. I think I know who you're going to talk about, anyways. All right. Well, let, let's see how many you know. I, I have. I have seven on the list. The Diana the, die on that hill list that you know the, that always comes up. Uh, Miles Miklas. We hear this one every year. Uh, Meryl Kelly, Jose Barrios, Eduardo Rodriguez, Yusei Kukuchi, Noah Syndergaard, and the great Stephen Matz. Okay. Oh,
2: every shit. year. Here we go again.
0: <laughs> every year, we hear about these same clever players. Why should anybody be drafting these players, Zach? Why?
1: Because they're fucking shit. They're terrible. I agree with you. 100% agree with every single player you mentioned. And Zach. um I thought I thought you were going with I thought you're going a different angle on this one just like I thought you were going with like Correa or or like Carrasco, but um and I could list a couple other guys that I know
0: that you don't like. Well, they're, coming. You. they're 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 work, they're working on it. But I'm but I'm talking about year after year we hear the same thing, right? And then cuz one they had one good year, all okay, of them. Uh,
1: okay, I want you to list those guys again. I'm in 135 leagues, 135 leagues, and I'll tell you how many shares of them I have. Start from the Okay, Miles
0: Mikolas, how many shares? Zero. I, I'm in about okay. 30, 35, whatever leagues. Zero for me. Merrill okay, Kelly, no, zero. Zero as well. Jose Barrios. Ah, uh, you know, like two or three tokens, no yeah, big okay. ones. But, so you, yeah. you, you, bit, you, you bit from there. Eduardo Rodriguez. A little bit. Nothing big. Nothing big. Eduardo Rodriguez. Zero. Zero. You say Kikuchi? Zero. Okay. And I will admit that I hate it. And I had to say this. I, don't, I, must, I, must, I must, It was a weak moment after my delirium in New York when I went through and I was I was traumatized. But after the bloody mess that I was involved in in New York, uh, that I actually, in the 29th or 8th round, I picked up Youse Kikuchi in the second uh, main event I did that day. Because there was nothing better. I, I, I don't know why. Well, it was a moment of weakness and already have, to, already have to drop. He had one decent start, and, of course, he collapsed, which you knew was going to be the case sooner or later. Right. Correct. You know, and Noah Syndergaard? Zero. Zero. Okay. And how many times have I been saying that this guy is a complete head job, and if you watch him pitch, right? He's, he, he's, he's a head job. You know, he can give him a lead. He, he falls apart. Head job the guy
1: trumps good team. What? Head job trumps being on the Dodgers. Yeah, doesn't matter. doesn't matter how many. He can't throw anymore. People, he said he's going to come back and throw 100. Guess what? He's not. So people still are banking on him saying that he's going to throw harder when he's not.
0: Yeah, the Dodgers may be able to fix his arm. But he ain't going to fix his head. Of course, that ain't going to happen. And, of course, another one who I've seen on Rabble a million times as a Mets fan, whoever he keeps saying yes, he's great. is right? Steven Matz. Okay. Another one. How many shares?
1: Uh, uh, let's look.
0: So you have to look. You actually have multiple shares of him. I have zero. Zero. No, zero. I I,
1: I I do admit that I did draft him in one one hundred and fifty dollar auction in the reserve rounds, and I've since dropped. There you go. Okay, Frank. Is there any other players? You know, think this, just- this could come back and bite me, and I could look stupid. But I don't. I think there's a low probability. Like overall, I think most of those. Maybe one of those guys ends up being good. Maybe, maybe. two of them end up being okay. Maybe For the most part, they're garbage. I don't yeah. want nothing to do with it. Right.
0: I have the uncanny ability to predict which players to avoid that are going to suck and kill you. But I also have the uncanny ability of drafting the right players who get hurt. You know, like Corey Seager was the other one today. Great. That was great. I needed that on my 5,000 DC team. That was in first place as of the other day. Now dropped the second. And here's an interesting fun fun fact. I put that on Twitter that I was in first place the other day in that 5,000 DC league with a five point something ERA and a 1.5 whip (laughs) for my pitching staff. That's how that's how pitching has gone this year. You know, after the to Alcantara blow up that 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 oh, had cool. happened, you know, which was incredible. Man. And and I still, that just goes to show. You, and I, and I was in first for a day. And I know it's early in the season; it means nothing. With ninety eight points in that league, so, awesome. It's not that big training, Frank. Do you think, think
1: Alcantara is going to turn like? Do you think he's toast? Because a lot of people are victory lapping. Not having Alcantara after one bad start, no, right?
0: Yeah, he, he's he, he prone to having one of these, just like Lance Lynn had one of them. You know, there's there's always these starters. You you, you want to toast him? How about you toast Aaron Nola? He's another one, okay? Every year that guy has so bulldogs. What, what? It's like,
1: it, it's kind of stupid to, like, um, start analyzing, like, the demise of all these, like, top three-round pitchers already. Like, in it's April 12th. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Why? Yeah, there's no people, reason for it. people were burying
0: Corbin Burns. Yeah, for two bad starts, right? I mean, so look, we did we did, like did the same he, thing he, last year. Okay, we know that. Okay, so the truth of the matter is, it's too early to bury these people. These people have a track record early, that are in early early
1: for These track records, but it, but uh, on the flip side, a guy like Clark Schmidt, eh, I don't know if it's too early. It's three. You've seen three starts now, right? Zero it's shares
0: not. of Clark Zero Schmidt. Zero shares. I got some. So
1: I but, got on him I don't
0: know. Yeah. You know, but as, as as I said before, now and then then everybody's favorite and they picked up at the the Bubik, the Bubik crew. I be another one that's going to screw people over as well, big time when that whole thing blows up on people this year as well. So you know that's coming. But there's Explain always everybody's that. what? Why don't you like Bubik? You get Because he's a flavor that, that this is the thing. Everybody gets on. He's all well, he, he's he's throwing this a little faster, this, whatever it may be. And again, there's some of these guys just can't put it together. You know, I mean, I, I, not until recently. Didn't he always just have a fastball? Oh, we heard he has a fastball. He was a one pitch pitcher. Now he's maybe he's two. I don't know what he's doing now. The velocity. Not true.
1: At the end of last year, or the end of 2021, his velocity ticked up a bit. The last two months, Um, he had a pitch mix change. I think he started throwing more sliders. That was the second pitch. Off the fastball.
2: Hmm. No,
1: he had had a he had a curveball. Actually, no, he had a curveball, and um, I don't know. I can look it up. Anyways, it was a pitch mix change, and then he sucked. He, He was completely, completely fucking terrible velocity went back down now uh, i was not in on him in draft champion season but um some people were i think and then some people get a decent start his first start i don't even think he was going to be in the rotation to be completely honest i thought it was going to be like lynch or um Yarbrough. i don't know what the fuck they were going to do in, in kansas city but then in his in his this is the most recent start where everyone had a boner for him velocity ticked up and he and he broke out this brand new pitch the slider be a brand new slider never there's no comparison and he had a ridiculous, ridiculous start, like the swinging strikes off the chart. Um, just like he had the start he had the start of his career. And I think he's probably this gonna be the start of his career. But like San Francisco, they're not that great, right? Especially the lineup they rolled out there. So take it the great salt. but they're
0: but every week there's a there's a pitcher that has a great start, right? And everybody rushes to like agency. That was a really,
1: really good start. And he so had you had really smart players that were after him, like for example, myself, I, um, Were you putting I, yourself in
0: the category of very smart players? Yeah. So you I have a ball gigantic
1: leap, dollars in the main event, um, which I may come to regret. Um, and then you had players like Brian Slack spending over $200 on it. You had Phil DeSoe buying him. You had Rob Pietro buying him. You had Genstad. um, And I'm just going off the top of my head. Cerebro bought him, but not that. He didn't spend a lot of money on him. How much Um, is not a lot of money? 20-something bucks.
0: Okay. That's a reasonable amount of money for a pitcher like that. It's not a big deal. That's reasonable. I think that's probably the smart bid.
1: That's probably what he's worth ish, maybe 20, 30, 40, but I think just everyone knew that they might have to pay more than what he's probably worth given his track record in the range of outcomes because of they just could you get sense of hype so you knew you're gonna have to go bid and I think if you were in on them before then you just wanted to make sure you got your guy and um i think mark's bid is probably pretty smart um however like well looking... it's not as good as
0: it's not as good as the 280 the 288 bid for stone garrett i mean oh. <laughs> the guy', the guy is not even starting the guy going crazy and no and and I put a few bucks on him you know here and there i think you know and it's like dude, yeah. what do you mean I actually I, I thought I was going to go
1: too big on him. I wanted him actually because he was giving me some like a Dallas Garcia vibes. And yeah. like, wow, I got this just, you know, you just got this feeling, you know, like sort of like how Ian Kahn drafts. You just like draft draft with your gut, right? And you just like, I, I got a feeling, and I just, I just, you know, I just want,
0: I just, I just want Stone Gear. You, you're being I, funny I, now, right? But the Ian Kahn stuff now. Yeah, you I just, just want, said, I just not- want Stone Gear. Like that's like
1: why why Stone Gear I just, I just want him. Like I just want Stone Gear. Like when, every, every draft, every fab, I just, Babs gear. like I, I do I just want – no for, but seriously, I did, I did like him, and I did put some jids down, and I actually got outbid a lot of people. Spend some a lot of money in Stone huh.
2: and it's and, and
1: and it's and it's from and the, the reason people spent on it was just a, it basically like a gut feeling that he's gonna play and he's gonna do it. Sort of, he's tooled
0: up, he's jacked, he's a big jack guy that has tools. yeah, but, but, yeah again, well, I don't understand. But I guess this is the Washington Nationals. Why not play him? The guy goes. Exactly. The guy goes ape shit for a few. Yeah, I'm not giving. I'm not
1: saying it's a bad ad, I, but like 280 bucks is just not knowing the market. But um, it, it's just like I'm not giving up yet. He's what? He sat? Did he sat today? Did he sit today? Yeah,
0: well? today but I'm saying that that that's the didn't thing. You know.
1: But it, they've but always like gonna, there's going to be something else that, that comes along and. um, and and you're gonna to have to drop him for something else that's better. Like, what are you gonna do? Hold on to a player that's playing twice a week for something like some other players that has a lot of potential. But the thing that that's the thing with that. You, um, I was talking to uh, Rob, if you entered uh, this week, and I said we we're talking about booting. And I said to him, you gotta be willing to be wrong because you can't wait to be right. Um, in in this high stakes. So like, you gotta be willing to be wrong because if you wait to be right, it's you're not going to get these players. You're not. You're not going to hit on the Spencer's drivers and stuff like that.
0: Correct. Correct too. All right, man. Well, that's some great insights. Brings us right to the point. We are going to be bringing in the the James Anderson, the legend that is James Anderson, momentarily. Uh, we'll take a quick break, musical break, and then we will bring him in. Uh, he has a special music that he requested to bring himself in today with, and I got. I told Zach, a to, uh, Frank, to get it together. So Frank has a special intro song just for James that he requested, and we'll have that in a minute as we have this little little musical break, and then we'll bring in
2: James. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Frank Biscani, production director extraordinaire for the Draft Champions Fantasy Baseball Entertainment Podcast. At this time, the free ride is over, and we have to let you go. But if you want to listen to the rest of this episode or any of our other amazing shows, current, past, future, head over to draftchampionspod.com and subscribe today. And now, I leave you with these friendly goodbye wishes, compliments of the star of the show himself, MTM. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Fastball, drill the deep left! Get out of here! Go! Get out of here, you nosy little fernurder! I'm going to slap you silly! Get the fuck out of here! I know you will! You... home
0: run! Get the fuck out of here!
2: Deep left field! That goes up there! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Martolo has done it! You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! And that baby's gone! Why
1: don't you get the fuck out of here?
2: You're nothing, Mike! No Hasta la vista, baby.
1: Bing, that's the end of that.